Hey besties, it's Tina, Karen, and Jules here. Tools down, time to chat work, life, well-being, and relationships. You're listening to Let's, Let's Take, Take It, it Offline. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Let's Take It Offline podcast. It's TT here with you today. Um, today we're talking about budgeting and saving and you know making sure that we get through this financial storm together. I know it might not be the best or the sexiest topic, but hopefully by the end of this episode, you will find some inspiration and maybe start to fall in love a little with your financial life. So we know that at the moment, there's just so much news around, you know, financial crisis and economies crashing down, stock market fluctuations. Um, and today we want to share with you five key tips or five key actions that you can take to make sure that you are going to get through this situation in hopefully a better place. Before we start, make sure that you give us um, a follow, rate our show and also leave us some comments on Instagram as to what topics you want to hear next on the podcast. Just want to call out though that this isn't by no means financial advice. Um, we're not professionals here, but we just want to share some of the things that have been working for us and our friends and hopefully that will help you too. Before we start, let's just do a quick check-in. How is your week going, Jules? I have had an awesome week. As you can probably see, I'm way more tanner than when I... <laughs> When you last saw me, perhaps, because I went on holiday uh, to a friend's wedding in Malaysia. I've actually never been to Malaysia, so it was my first time. Um, went to Penang, went to Langkawi. It was beautiful. Mm. Very, very beautiful part of the world that I've not seen. So I'm really glad that I've now been able to tick off Malaysia um, off, off of my Asia list because I am from Southeast Asia. And how have, not, how, how have I not been to Malaysia? What about you, KP? Uh, I have I have not been on a holiday like you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still glowing from it. Um, I've been doing something that's actually quite topical. Um, being roped into doing some house renos. Oh, DIY style. That fun. doesn't sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> Wall painting the walls to save money. Um, oh. Not save money, but like rather than getting a professional in because it's just a touch up job at home to. Um, to kind of get a new feel with the place. And I think that that actually DIYing just became super popular during COVID too. So, Well, tradies are really hard to book for one. Yeah. And they are, some of them are absolute extortionists. So oh, yeah, very, especially with the cost of um, materials yes. rising as well. Yeah. It's becoming more and more expensive mm-hmm. to... Um, get material supplies and then obviously the labor costs involved with getting someone mm. into so DIY is the way I, to go I Bunnings love, weekly Bunnings trips is where yeah, I love Bunnings <laughs> I love happening. painting though it's very um, it's one of those tasks where you just like mindlessly do it and it's quite um, meditative yeah you have a bit of space to think yeah yeah, yeah. it is so um, yeah but not when it's in like 30 degree heat oh okay so <laughs> yeah yeah I prefer different type of painting. I prefer more, you know, like artistry painting (gasps) as opposed to wall painting. But anyway, TT, what about you? Well, speaking of painting, I actually signed up for a drawing course. 
Ooh. Yeah. It's just oh, my God, of, I should come. Yeah, you should. Yeah. But it's in one night, though. Would you I make it? Well, I come to PM. your house anyway. Yeah, do. Come. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, one of the things that I want to do in 2023 is really exploring my creativity side. Yeah. And I feel like my day job is quite, not dry, necessarily. It's just a lot more structured and, you know, like a lot of driving things forward. And yeah. sometimes just want to slow down and do something a bit fun and creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is starting soon. I'm so excited. Yeah. When does yeah. it start? I need to I need to um, check your schedule. But uh, is it life drawing? What is it? No. So this is life drawing. Drawing, is, drawing <laughs> Nudes, essentials. Well, I know what I know what draws <laughs> essentials. That's why wants to come. But I'm, I'm starting Nudes. from the very basic. So I'm actually going for like the fundamental like drawing essentials and mm-hmm. then my next thing i want to do is like painting with oil and acrylic so oh yeah okay yeah. I've, I've done that like in my earlier days but mm, um yeah. life drawing is definitely an experience oh. if you haven't done I it i don't know it, i don't know if i can ever do like detailed drawing you know what? if you w- whenever you um get married and have a hens i know exactly what <laughs> we're gonna do actually it's quite fun because i did it at uni and i did it as one of my um electives mm. and yeah. At first, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but you get used to it. Yeah. yeah, the whole point is that I feel like I'm quite perfectionist in a lot of ways and mm. I often don't want to start something, but I think with the creative process, you just go for it and see what happens. Mm. So that's part of it. Mm. Um, and then more on a serious note and maybe segue to this week's episode as well is I've been working with my um, broker to refinance my mortgage. Nice. Yeah. And, um, you know, with lots of talks about interest rate rising and things like that. So I thought it was just a good idea to do it. Mm. But, hey, we do have five key tips or five key things that you can action today to help you make your money go further. KP, did you want to yeah. talk about the first one? Because sure. I feel like this is your like domain of expertise. Yeah, <laughs> number one. And I think that if you listen to any podcasts about finance and stuff, this always comes up, which is budgeting. Yeah. and But we want to talk about budgeting as in not just simply like looking at setting yourself a budget like I can only spend 100 bucks this week Mm. it's like just some of the tips and tricks for you to set up a system for yourself so that you don't have to be worried and watching the dollar every every minute because you've already got an engine and and a system set up for yourself so budgeting is number one and firstly like we want to talk about this system of budgeting and there's lots of different schools of thought to do it the one that I started to do and took a more simplified version of it was through um scott papes like Mm. barefoot investor i've read several ways of um how you can budget but i really liked his concept of having buckets Mm. having the one that i recall is number one having a fire extinguisher which is a long-term savings account that you consistently put money into to save for a rainy day in case you need to use this fire extinguisher so whether like heaven forbid like your house burns down you need to you need to hopefully you have home content insurance yeah (laughs) hopefully you have home Mm -hmm. contents insurance but in the meantime you have something like a fire extinguisher to put there or Mm -hmm. if you come across like if your family is having a crisis and you need it that that's something available and then a splurge bucket Mm. 
um my which favorite is, <laughs> which is <laughs> to splurge which is for the um items such as like you might want to splurge on a really nice dinner out mm. with um friends or family or you want to buy that big tv that you've been wanting to have for a while you have like a splurge bucket where once again you're you're splitting your monthly um uh salary into certain percentages so like around like like 30 percent goes into your fire extinguisher 20 percent goes into your splurge and then you have your ex- essentials which is maybe 50 percent of your spend for mm. for the for just basic necessities which is like rent bills utilities yeah eating regularly groceries mm. and all that so he has a much more complex system and i highly recommend to read it but once you have that engine set up so every month i've already created rules in my bank account so i don't see my salary mm. come in and it just automatically gets siphoned off into all the different buckets yeah. that i have so a fire i don't i don't have the three buckets like fire extinguishers spending splurge i have it specific for for me yeah so instead of like a splurge account i actually have a holiday savings account <laughs> yeah like i'm trying to save it for a holiday at the yeah, end of the year same. so i consistently put something in or like i have i siphon it off into like investments or mortgage or anything like that but yeah. that's that's the way that i have set it up for myself so i don't i don't have to think about whether um i have money and that's one way i do it i know tt you've read the book too so you've probably got a system you've set up for yourself yeah i um i think it was at the beginning of 2020 right after new year's i was like i really need to get my financials like in order and i bought the book and i took myself to a cafe and had a little date with myself Mm. and i literally like highlighted everything and then i order my ing card because if you've read the book you know that you know ing card at that point was like the best bank that you could go with for yeah. interest rates and you know setting up the systems and things like that which you know you don't have to be with ing but sometimes i look at someone with an orange card i'm like yeah you know yeah you know <laughs> um, but i think it's like, like you're part of the movement <laughs> yeah it's just like creating that excitement about like sitting down with yourself um or with a partner with a friend or someone like that you can be accountability accountability partners with and just review that regularly um and we talked about this beforehand like there are some budgeting apps out there that mm. you can use like Frollo um, or Pocketbook, which they don't really exist anymore. But there's something about like sometimes just typing out all of the expenses, categorize it yeah. in um, an Excel spreadsheet. And then that helps you like reviewing all of your transactions as well. Because recently I was looking through my bank statements and I was just like browsing through the app and I saw a very weird like transaction to go to Libara phone recharge yeah. i was like i don't have libara like how is there like a 29 dollar transaction on my card yeah and then i called up ing talked to them they were super helpful and then um they were like oh we'll review this transaction for you and then i realized because they they asked me to verify some detail on the card i went to look for the card and i realized the card was not there anymore in my wallet so oh, oh. at some point in time i might have like dropped my card somewhere yeah and you know someone picked it up and decided to use it to recharge their libara account oh wow and okay. with that if i didn't look at my transactions i would never have realized and they might have gone on to like yeah. spend on a bunch of other things so you know like it's very important to go through your transactions 
re- on a regular basis yeah. so you know what sort of money is going in and out of your account. Doing like a, an audit on your finances I think is really yeah. important because you catch those things like I, I had a similar story but like it, my credit card wasn't stolen. It was just I forgot about a certain subscription that I had. <laughs> <laughs> and it started charging me money. <laughs> yeah, someone told me recently that they got charged double for Amazon Prime because yeah. they signed up for the for Amazon Prime in Australia and somehow the US, um, they also got charged for US membership as well. Yeah. And all in all, like they got charged like $600 in excess. Yeah, it's and, crazy. You know, they got a refund from Amazon, but at the same time, like if you don't, look at your transactions sometimes you might miss out on a few intricate or like weird transactions yeah and the and the budgeting apps that like you just touched on they're really clever now like they use a lot of um Mm. because of open banking obviously in in australia but i think in several other countries around the world too that these apps actually scrape or pull open banking data from all your accounts and it can actually track and put categorized all your expenses Mm. for you as well mm-hmm. yep. so you know how much you're spending your money the on biggest buckets, yep. the, yeah. the biggest the biggest the biggest buckets as and it well. does it automatically too which yeah. is such a time saver because i remember when pocketbook first mm. first launched you had to go and tag define in, your categories exactly yeah. Yeah. and some of those were in miscellaneous so mm. you wanted them to go to maybe utilities or whatever right yeah. i love that they can they can automatically do it now yeah. it's so much more convenient yeah it's really good and they say they can also they send you notifications when you have hit a certain limit on particular bucket so you can set limits mm. as well some banks have fantastic apps to actually track spend and that's another way to do it i've got another one that i learned in business school though for so for those that are more old school that don't want to use the apps and don't want to like let their share their data like that excel is another great way to do it but just like how a company would build their own balance sheet profit or loss statement cash flow statement i do the exact same for myself i build my own personal personal balance sheet to mm. track what my net assets are mm-hmm. and then i do a cash flow statement just to see how liquid I, like i am yeah. as well and to be very honest with yourself mm. <laughs> you know, I know like right? <laughs> and be very honest like <laughs> if you are saying oh i only eat like out like five times a week maybe but in reality maybe you eat out like all your lunches you buy from work, like yeah. when you're out of work or like you eat dinner out a lot. Yeah. Um, so be honest with yourself in terms of like how much you actually spend. And you can find a lot of these, a lot of these Excel spreadsheets online from, from people that have done this before. So I recommend yeah. starting there. Yeah, I, I use one as well. So um, we'll put it into the show notes. Yeah. It's actually from the, the Money Smart website. Yeah. And it's actually a really good intricate one. You can build your own cash flow, balance sheet, etc. So take a look. In terms of where I've been focusing on, like because of obviously this state of the economy at the moment is actually looking at how do I reduce cost of living? Um, What are the key things that I could do to reviews being really intricate on my grocery bill because yeah. it's so easy to go into Coles and come out $300 later. <laughs> oh, 100%. $300. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you buying? Well, that's, the thing. <laughs> that's the thing is you, I go aisle by aisle. It's really bad. So what I'm doing now is I'm writing a specific list in terms of, okay, what do I need? I'm out of green yeah. tea. I'm out of sugar. Yeah. Three types of different meals I want to eat this week for lunch, for dinner, mm. whatever. Mm. And then I have two opportunities to 
either order Uber Eats or go out for dinner with my partner. Um, but just being more prepared in terms of Good. what you're going to do for the week around meal prepping and groceries because it's so easy. It's it's I call it the, the Kmart effect. The same thing goes oh, with Coles. Oh, you know, yeah. you walk in, it's, you come out. It's because they deliberately designed the shopping like layout yeah. to increase the size of the basket. Totally. Uh, and, yeah. And I um, remember reading somewhere where all the fresh fruit, yes. what, where you actually typically need to buy is all along the perimeter mm-hmm. and all the mm. processed things are in the aisles, but they, de- oh, they tip, they design it very purposely to have all the fresh food <clears throat> as soon as you enter, but then all the toilet paper yeah. at the end or eggs because and milk. They, um, yeah, they designed yeah. the a store in a way that like the necessary items that you need to get like milk, eggs, toilet paper at the back of the store. And so you mm-hmm. kind of have to walk through the store and see a bunch Temptation. of like temptations, like <laughs> yes. chocolates and all the items on promotion yeah. before you get to the necessary items. Yeah. And the other thing as well, when you buy um, any item at all, like when you... One of the tricks that I learned throughout the year through marketing, you know, like in uni as well, is that when you when an item is at your eye level, mm-hmm. is never the cheapest item because they yes. pay an amount of money to place the product there mm-hmm. right at the easiest, most convenient p- part of level. the yep. shelf. Yeah. So if you want to go for a bit of a bargain or like similar item, but home brand or a cheaper brand, then maybe look like... Look down. Uh, yeah, look down, look up, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Just don't grab the easiest thing you can see, right? Yeah. Like a few cents here and there might not make a lot of difference right now, but over the long term, it will help you and it will accum- accumulate. I also read that like they put things adults want at adult eye level and mm-hmm. what kids yeah. want at kids level. Yeah, I know. So if you have a kid, that's maybe so like evil. they're trying to grab that like toy that's yeah. on like the second bottom level. Maybe put them in like the trolley instead of letting them walk around. Yeah, <laughs> or like on your shoulders. <laughs> Easy to say when you don't have children. Yeah. Smart marketing. Yeah, the, the other thing also is on lowering the cost of your grocery bill is buy seasonal. Mm-hmm. It's like don't buy that 100%. like five dollar avocado in like winter yeah or, or like go or go for something that is seasonal and you'll see when it's seasonal yeah. it's usually cheaper and and don't overlook the frozen section as well like recently yeah. i've yeah. really enjoyed buying like frozen berries and frozen mangoes and yeah. put them in my smoothies and yeah. they're like five dollar for a big bag yeah. yeah and it would go a much longer way than yeah. getting you know fresh and a lot of time the quality is awesome because they harvest and they yeah and then they freeze them when they're the freshest so my other tactic is avoidance so (laughs) (laughs) and don't go shopping when you're hungry yes yeah Yeah, just or or when i'm bored i'm like oh i'll just go to cold i just go to kmart (laughs) but what i do now is i actually do it online so i'm very specific with what i'm buying i've got my Mm. list and then you know there's all the sale items as well right so i'll go through all the sale items go through to see because when you just search the items the sale ones pop up too so Mm. you can just go for the cheaper options and it tells you if you're buying fruit like how much is spending per fruit mm. so it actually for me saves me a a lot of time because yeah. you can get it delivered yeah. b you're more purposeful in terms yeah. of what you buy and you're not blowing out yeah. your budget as well mm. and then the second my second piece is don't if you're gonna go and buy things at the store take a basket instead mm. of a trolley oh <laughs> because if you can't yeah. yeah if you can't hold it yes. then you won't buy it oh, yeah. <laughs> 
it's so true. And one of the best things about COVID is click and collect. Oh, yeah. Because now if I need something from Ikea or Kmart, I'll just put in my order and then go and collect it instead mm. of walking through the store and <laughs> being so tempted true. by so many again, items. Like that I didn't makes need. you walk through the entire store. Uh-huh. Yes. Entire store. Okay, we love Ikea. Yeah. But yeah, you know, they're just like psychological tricks that yes. you can do to help uh, yourself there. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't buy my groceries online. Like I'm the type that wants to like pick out Textile. my fruit. Mm, I yes. want to see mm. the avocado that I'm about to yeah. buy. <laughs> making sure it's super ripe yeah. yeah not like hard avocado oh yeah. my god hard avocado is so the grocery is one thing and then utilities and bills right so yeah. um i read this trick years ago and i still do it every year now whenever my for example insurance like when my yearly renewal comes up i'll actually call the company and say hey i've been with you guys for x number of years i've got all of my policies with home content car with you guys what can you do for me mm-hmm. and i think i've sort of like looked at it now over the last few years and i think they wouldn't give it to you every year mm-hmm. but maybe every second year they'll give you a discount so then at least like my premium doesn't go up yeah um but then another tactic as well so the first one is based on your loyalty to a company yeah. but then the second one is that you might want to shop around and and change things up mm. um, and go with another provider um, most of the local government or state government um, actually now have a website to help you compare rates of energy mm-hmm, yeah so make sure that you use those resources to get the best deal that you can out of these um providers and you can shop around as well um because they always want new business right yeah. and then there's two like there's two angles to it the first one is like if you come to them with new business they will always want to give you a really good deal mm-hmm. to um to um to get you on board and then another angle is that you know the cost of acquisition for a new customer will be higher than um you know just giving a, an existing customer a discount to keep them on so Make sure that you do a bit of homework before you pay your annual bills and make sure you don't just do a direct debit. Yeah, and it's a really good point, Titi, because a lot of people stick to convenience. Mm. I've got my insurance company with XYZ. I don't need to review it. I Mm. like to review mine and compare probably every couple of years, Mm. two years. I think a year is probably too much. Um, Depends on how much time you have and Mm. what kind of cadences you put in your calendar. But I always tend to review like, let's say electricity yeah Mm. every time i move um and and my electricity provider is really good if i pay on time they always give me a really good discount it's when i pay late it's like you know the actual amount Mm. so as long as so i set up a direct debit Mm. which means i get you know 50 dollars or 60 dollars off every single quarter for my electricity bill Mm. um and then when i move again because i'm renting I'll then typically review, you know, who's got the best rates. The rates usually are the same. It's Mm. just more um, what are the perks they're giving you. Sometimes there's, you know, rewards that Mm. you get. Like, for example, my Bupa, they Mm -hmm. have um, what you call life rewards where you get like 25% of points. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you get 50 vouchers per year. Um, and I'm actually I've just booked some tickets to go see Avatar with my partner tonight nice. so yeah that's it's, it's just little little hacks like that just yeah. helps from a lifestyle savings point of view yeah, yeah. a um, lot of the I think a lot of the um, like insurance companies or um, utilities I think that they're trying to make their product and service better yeah. these days so there are a lot of like added benefits yeah. to explore mm-hmm. when mm. you're like picking out your provider yeah um the other 
thing also is um, when you're looking at, I think, like basic utilities, it's good to actually compare against the market, like how, like take a look at how much, do your research around how much you should be spending as a single individual, yeah. mm-hmm. as a as a sink or as like a, a dink. dink. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah do, like n- do some research into like the market comparisons so yeah. that you have like a benchmark that you know mm. is is um, comparable as yeah. well. And and I think with utilities as well, like one is probably not so much to do with financials, but more like. I picked my providers. Like I've, I, I use Belong Internet because they're carbon neutral. Mm-hmm. They're the first like provider in Australia that's carbon neutral. And then I pick Red Energy because they are you know renewable mm-hmm. source energy. But yeah, it just it just like things that you, you I guess you just don't want to automatically renew year on year without mm-hmm. looking at the perks, looking at whether um, their values align with you with yours and what discount they can give to you. Yeah. Yeah. What about big ticket items like mortgage? Is I'm going through the process right now and I was with a bank for quite a few years mm. and I decided to, you know, break up with them <laughs> because <laughs> I went to my mortgage broker and she's someone that I really trust and she always, like, I introduced her to KP as mm. well and some other friends. Um, so it's very important to make sure that you have a good team of people around you, whether it's accountants, whether it's mortgage brokers, um, financial advisors. And a lot of the time, like, when you use those services – remember that you can actually claim them back on tax deductions as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the mortgage one is interesting because we went through such a hype cycle with property. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people are where the interest rates were ridiculously low set by like the Reserve Bank. And now they're rising because um, inflation is increasing. So a lot of people are thinking about um, what to do with their mortgage and it's really worthwhile talking to uh, your finding someone to talk to that's a professional mm. because not only do you want to potentially refinance to get yourself a better rate, but even thinking about what structure is right for you. Yeah. Do you want to do fix or variable? Fix or variable, or do years? you want to do a a um, like fixed or variable or you could go fully fixed yeah. fully variable or a combination of fixed yeah. and variable and like whether you have an offset account or redraw yeah. facility yeah and then also to consider whether you want to pay principal and interest yeah. or interest only depending on your situation yeah and some of them have um really good cashback programs as well so if you mm-hmm. switch to them well I, I mean it's nothing compared to like a 30-year mortgage but at least you yeah. get like a hit of cash straight away yeah. um so something else to think about um but let's talk about number three which is some tips around a very exciting topic shopping <laughs> which we all laugh. <laughs> I have a whole, you know, TikTok and Instagram dedicated to shopping. So absolutely. We'll, you know, we'll link her in the show notes <laughs> if you want some extra, you know, tips on getting affordable items for every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think with um, a lot of the, the big ticket items is. What would you what, define as a big ticket item, Jules? A couch, TV? a TV, furniture. Yeah, like just just a luxury goods mm. in general. Big tick could even be I don't know, maybe a nice handbag. 
Like mm. that potentially could be big, big ticket for you because that's something that you've invested and saved in yeah. and that's something you really want, right? It, I would say anything above 2K mm. is big ticket. Even 1500, I would say. Mm. But just wait for the sales. Yeah. That's why there's, you know, singles day, there's Black yeah. Friday sales. End of financial year. Um, cl- what is it? Click frenzies. There's mm-hmm. all these different times of the year yeah. that have you know, 50, 40% off, yeah. I suggest waiting because yeah. most of the time, even if you're waiting for the new items, typically if you want to save a little bit of cash, the model below, there's usually not that many changes. So let's say it's a TV. The model below oh, yeah. has exactly all yeah. the same Last features. Yeah. yeah. So you don't really need to have the latest one. Yeah. Right? I think on the topic of big ticket items, the other place that I am a big, big fan of is Marketplace. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace for those that haven't used it yet. But yeah. Gumtree, uh, eBay. Gumtree, yeah. eBay. Like I have found some absolute gold on Marketplace mm. where uh, I'll just share like a lot of my items in my house have been like upcycled because mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in reducing waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for example, I was looking for a new couch Mm-hmm. and it wasn't on sale but i went on marketplace mm-hmm. and the exact same couch was on there for half the price yeah yeah and the guy that i bought it off he bought the couch to stage his mm. apartment for right. sale right so the wow. couch was less than a That's month old <laughs> yeah. yeah but so, there's a lot of that like good like a lot of those good finds like i know mm. a friend in the past like found a listing for someone who won a car from a drawer and then she was moving overseas, so she needed to sell the car. And so my friend drove all the way to Foster to pick up the car, but it was brand new. Brand and she new. got it yeah. as the deal. Yeah. You know? Cheaper. There's so many good finds on there. Even like brand name stuff like your coffee table jewels. Mm. Oh, my, oh I forgot my cof- about my coffee table because yeah. I've had it for so long. Mm. But it's actually a, um, a marble freedom furniture table. It wow. was like $1,200 brand new. Mm. And I actually bought it because I've been waiting for the sales all year and it was never on sale. And how, how much was the um, RIP, the re- recommend retail price? Twelve hundred dollars, and you so bought it for. I found it on marketplace yeah. for three hundred secondhand. Oh wow! The lady had um, used it maybe twelve months ago, mm. but then she moved house, so she wanted to upgrade to yeah. probably just redecorate as well. Yeah, and so I drove out to DY in a go get, mm. <laughs> and the go get cost me like twenty thirty dollars, yeah. right? And I just popped this marble table. It was like something ridiculous 150 kilos oh my god because it's real marble (laughs) um so i had i had a bit of help at the time and i saved myself you know like 900 900 dollars yeah how crazy is that and it's in mint condition mm. yeah it's there there are some solid finds on marketplace yeah Yeah. and not just facebook marketplace or ebay and gumtree there's some very specific ones for clothing as well yes i these girls know that i've been on a bit of a depop fancy at the moment so i love just listing like all items and also finding quality items Mm. but you know i've been worn once or twice um and then just like go from there and i don't know it feels good to be part of the circular economy too like Mm. you're actually not just buying brand new items um all the time but you're also looking for good finds and then when i really want to buy like a really good luxury item because i'm all about building my capsule wardrobe now so Mm. If I really want something out of like uh, a a really good brand, then I'll I'll 
always keep an eye out for the sales on Net-A-Porter. You know, maybe it's like one season behind, but it's a quality basic item. So never go out of style. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's another way of looking at it too. And then if you have like a big event coming up, could be a wedding, someone's birthday, um, instead of buying a dress, um, you can actually rent a dress now mm-hmm. as well, or you can buy it secondhand and then rent it to mm-hmm. other people and then mm-hmm. once you're done with it just sell it on depop or poshmark mm-hmm. um so it's a good way of saving you some money and then you always have something new to wear instead of just you know buy one item wear it once and then not sure what to do with it yeah exactly i want to talk about one thing i've done recently that and i'm completely ad-libbing here but it's more of a female necessity item Mm. um it is sustainable it you know obviously saving the environment and goes to probably a little bit around budgeting as well is um you guys have probably seen the new period underwear oh Oh, yeah um i don't know if you've used it but i've only recently tried it and it's actually really good Mm. you probably need maybe i don't know anywhere from eight to ten pairs so obviously you can wash them etc for your next cycle but it's a great way to reduce uh waste like you know pads and tampons in the landfill Mm, yeah and also cost savings and you don't have to you're reusing these undies for however long or period cups yeah period cups as well i think the undies are less invasive mm. than period cups and i've tried period cups it's not for me but mm. it's just a it actually works by the way and you just buy different ones for the type of flow that you have mm. i'm a believer i like it i've tried it probably only this month and yeah really enjoy it oh yeah so a few interesting tips there i guess you can be bougie on a budget and um you know, get yourself some nice things as well while not breaking the bank. And I think especially when there's so much uncertainty in the market, sometimes mm. it could feel quite stressful to think about financial stuff, but you can turn it into something quite exciting. Mm. So if you can maybe put together a little bit of, you know, if you've got your eyes on an item and it goes on sale, you can buy it, get the whole experience of unboxing it and um, enjoy that experience because, you know, you don't want an necessary go on a big like fancy trip or anything yeah so i think that the three that we talked about were more touching on like necessities right yeah and and some fun items yeah Yeah. and now we're going to talk about the fun stuff oh this is what i'm so excited (laughs) about like what what like some of the hacks that we probably do uh that is not so not leaving money on the table is kind of what we call this category of yeah um and the first one is if you're lucky and you're with a great company yeah a lot of companies these days do do this but really maximize the perks that they give you at work Mm. Uh, and we'll talk about like some of those like i think one of the most basic ones is uh private health insurance yeah right I think that heavily subsidized private health is fantastic. That is worthwhile looking into and you can save a ton of money going with um, private health insurance. And not only can you get it for yourself, but there are packages to put your family on the work private health insurance program too. So yeah. for anyone that has family or a de facto partner Dependence, that you yeah. want to do this, parents, you can't because no. I tried mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they said no. <laughs> yeah, I then. tried, but they said no, uh, not not parents, but like immediate um, family and next of kin. Mm-hmm. 
Have you thought about maybe putting on your dating profile that, you know, it comes with <laughs> private would, health benefits? Need, I think that they would need to um, put a ring on it. Put, put a ring on yeah, it to share my private yeah. health insurance <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a great point. But like making sure that you read through, like if there's like an internal portal or in your like internal website where they list all of the perks, yeah. just make sure that you really maximize it. And no, do not leave any money on the table. Yeah. Like every month I will expand my, you know, like phone bill, my internet bill. We do have really great like reimbursements for like skin checks, for example. I got that done. We've got education reimbursement. And yeah, like I am aware that we're very lucky in that way. But I'm sure there are a lot of perks that people are not maximizing at the moment just because they don't take the time to read through what's available yeah. to them mm-hmm. and just make sure that you get all of that money back because it's cash, right? Yeah, the mm. other big one is the um, EAPP, the Employee Assistance yeah. Program yeah. one. Really, a lot of companies I think would have it now. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting a, if you're in therapy, you can actually go via that program if your therapist yeah. is registered to it yeah to and get discounted therapy yeah and yeah. then the, the share program at work as well like i know that we don't have that at my current workplace but my previous workplace you can actually choose to have up to 15 percent of your monthly pay going towards purchasing the company stock mm-hmm. at a 10 percent discount mm-hmm. so already you're already making like 10 percent off yep. of the the market value so something to really think about right? and that's usually for comp if you work for a company that's publicly listed yeah. typically private don't have a lot of those perks however they do have other perks yeah available like ESOP, right? yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or an extensive partnering discount program yeah so if they've got a list of clients they might offer 20 percent off samsung mm. or like 15 percent off apple like there yes there are those discount programs as well yeah so you have you're, you've got access to discount yeah. all year round one other thing i think it's silly but at the same time when during summer when it's really hot I try to go into the office as much as possible oh, yeah. because <laughs> I love there's it. free air conditioning. Yeah. I don't want to pay for extra okay. electricity for my fan. And also when you're not at home, always make sure that you turn off all the switches because yeah. that's where your energy is leaking. Yeah. And that's like, I think they did like some sort of like study and they find that 15% of your like monthly electricity or energy bill is leaking through those switches being left on. Yeah. Yep. Just on that, we segue there. Another thing that I've done recently is on lighting mm-hmm. is I just have ambient light at home. Mm-hmm. So lamps or strip lighting, I never really turn on the ceiling um, large halogen. Right once i just have ambient lighting mm-hmm. yeah uh, and that saves on electricity but I, i've done the i've done the, the and <laughs> aircon one i've also done the water one yeah. at the gym i was like oh, so i'm gonna just save on water tonight and shower at the gym yeah ladies free, ladies don't forget candles candles i was gonna say like uh, the yes. ultimate mood lighting yes. having kind of lit dinner by yourself <laughs> <laughs> really going back <laughs> and time. while having a finance date for yourself right? yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, I, on the um, taking yourself out on a date I, I really learned that from someone like mm. the so Scott Pape obviously from yeah. the Barefoot Investor take mm-hmm. yourself out on a finance date but to do this on a regular basis like buy, go and buy yourself a nice dinner bring a notepad with yes. you go off your phone um, and write <laughs> down like what 
what your finance goals are yeah. or your life goals are as mm-hmm. well. I learned this from someone, and yes, and I personally found it really hard. Find it really hard to um, sit down, sit just down at home. a restaurant yeah. by myself. Yes. A candlelit dinner by myself. Yeah, uh, it sounds pretty good. And <laughs> totally, good energy. You make it <laughs> totally. like an exciting thing, so then you yeah. fall in love. You know, like it's all about romanticizing every part of your life, and hey. part of it is you know sitting down, having a day with yourself, making budgeting sexy and exciting. Try new things, right? <laughs> like, just why not? If you yeah. haven't done it before and you feel uncomfortable, then give it a go. I yeah. personally will probably just do a candlelit dinner with my partner mm, um, yeah. rather than alone, and then he can sit there and watch me do my. <laughs> budgeting journal <laughs> you, 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 you can do it together like that's yeah, one of exactly. the things that's that, other things from barefoot investor yeah, yeah. yeah do it together yeah, make it fun of, we sound like we're part of the, the, the cult, cult. <laughs> yeah yeah part of, i actually haven't read it so Scott and, will and be it proud. sounds great yeah. <laughs> one of the other things that were probably missed was and maybe it's only at my work there's not many places that actually do it but we'll have an episode on fertility anyway mm. but my work actually covers you know if you're going yeah. through IVF if yeah. you're going through just even a discovery to understand mm. your body better yeah. all the all the tests mm. they partner with a company called Carrot Mm. and carrot basically allows you to it depends on the company but you get x amount to spend as a once-off that's it it's not there every year Mm. for you to use but you can use it to do your tests to go through ivf to do the ultrasound and all that sort of stuff as well and that covers you and your partner but majority of this the 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 coverage is really for the female tests and what you're going to go through whether it's yeah. you know embryo or egg freezing or whatever it is yeah. that's a great work perk yeah mm. that's I pretty think cool that you're very lucky to have that yeah. yeah so we've covered like a fair bit of work perks and maybe reimbursements that you can get like also like from the government as well like you know, sometimes there are reimbursements around like little things like when you pay for ETAC, when you go through tunnels and things mm-hmm. like that, like or, you know, motorways that yeah. some of them actually provide like a reimbursement of some sort. So make sure that you look into those little things. But what about cashback and loyalty programs? I love cash cashback mm. shop backs what i use mm. and there's a whole bunch out cash there yeah i use rewards. cash rewards and i actually yeah. have about 100 bucks sitting in my cash rewards yeah. account at the moment and it's so easy that all that you need to do is to download their chrome extension yeah. and then or you can shop via their app and then when you do that then they track your transactions yeah. and then they give you a percentage back off your purchase it's yeah. like it's free really mo- good. Well, the not other, free money, but... <laughs> yeah. The other thing is also I recently discovered that with cash rewards, you mm. can link your credit card mm. so that every time you're oh, in store... You double dip as well. You, it's Ooh. not double dip, but it, it, you, it, it tracks it. So, right. So if you're not shopping online, uh, but you're shopping in store gotcha. with that credit card, it'll just link back to your oh, that's cash awesome. rewards. Yeah. Okay, I need to look so. into... I just looked at my cash rewards. I've yeah. got $143. So. I don't personally use Afterpay or... Or like some of them like buy now, pay later. But I, I believe there's some good perks there as well. Too. Yeah, mm. I, I, my point of view on that one is I'm not a big fan of a form of like lay-by really. lay or mm. credit card yeah. debt. Mm-hmm. I think that if you, I think it's great for cash flow. Like if you're yes. buying a big ticket item, yeah. you can split it over several quarters. Yeah. But I think that if you, if you, you can't afford, you can't it twice afford over. to twice over, yeah. you really should 
not think, buy it. think twice about using but that. It also affects your credit rating. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you're not paying it back, yeah. I mean, it's it, it make they make it really simple because yeah. it just gets direct debited out of your account, so you don't need to think about it. Yeah. But if there's say, for example, there's no money in that yeah. account, it really affects your credit. So yeah. just be careful yeah. and mindful using. You know, I think PayPal does one too now. They do, yeah. But but some of the like I know my friends who are super savvy and super like meticulous about their finances, they would do it for the reward points. Yeah. And I think it's worth so, it, but I'm just not that organized. Yeah. Enough. I I, th- I think that that's the second hack is I'm a big fan of credit card points. Mm. So I have it to firstly earn points, earn bonus points. A lot of people are really into credit card churning. So every mm-hmm. yeah. quarter they'll mm-hmm. get a new credit card to get the bonus points. The points yeah. Yeah. It's a bit too much work for myself, but I know <laughs> that it works. Yeah. And if you are really passionate about points hacking, yeah. that that could be something for you. But credit cards are also, I really like it because it um, helps me uh, with cash flow. Yeah. yeah. So I can, uh, I'm like liquid all the time with the ca- with mm-hmm. the credit card, but once again, I pay it off in full every yeah. yes. month. There is nothing worse than I think paying interest on your yeah. credit card. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'd recommend doing it if you can actually pay it yeah. off. Pay it and, off and, and have sustainable debt. And most mm-hmm. banks will allow you to do to set your um, minimum payment per month anyway. So you can set yeah. that regular payment to um, your credit card. Yeah. Account. I don't. I don't even think about the minimum. I'm whatever I spend yeah. on there because so, I use it for my disposable income. Yeah, but and sometimes then, it's set and forget, right? So yeah. people might be able to just set that, and then I they don't have to. At least they they can avoid like the minimum repayment. Yeah, yeah. You can have yeah. it as part of that the budgeting system yeah. we talked yeah. about at the yeah. beginning. Is you set the rules. The rules are you pay off your credit card with every month yeah Mm -hmm. it's an automatic redraw from it so yeah um that's that's really good um the other thing that i came across recently that i learned from a friend on um points and loyalty but because groceries is such a essential Mm -hmm. they purchase gift cards Mm -hmm. they purchase woolworths gift cards Mm -hmm. coles gift cards at uh, through like cash rewards or some other mm. discount program so they get like like a 5 or 10% off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they pay like $90 for a $100 gift nice. card. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, it's in the grand scheme of things, you think it's like not a lot, yeah. but that's another way you could save yeah. money as mm-hmm. well. So I do it through, so I'm trying to rack up Qantas points so yeah. that I can have some free travel next year. Yeah. And it's actually really good because I think I got 120,000 points and mm. I'll probably get a new credit card, you know, next next year but essentially i use it for all of my necessities Mm -hmm. so your bill your electricity bill your Mm. insurance so that you a you're getting all the points but b um, you're paying everything on time and everything's just direct debited Mm. Um, and every because i pay all of my bills on time i get that percentage back as i mentioned earlier so that's another tip too is if you can put all of your necessities on there but as kp says make sure you pay it off because you don't want um interest on your credit card and i'm one of those people Mm. that used to have about four different credit cards and i couldn't pay it all off when i was younger and i don't know why the banks used to do it to 20 year olds where you're first out of uni and they give you 10 grand and it's like well you don't even have a full-time job yet why are they giving you well they want to sign you on for life because people don't tend to then look at other banks 
or yeah. other cards that will yes. give them more perks. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but you got to be very careful because yeah. you want you don't want a limit that's too much. You just want a limit that is there. Just have a strategy behind your credit card. That I was in a really similar situation. Yeah. I think at some point I had like five credit cards, mm. and I was like, "What is going on?" Like Balance all these, transfer. All yeah. these, all these, all these leaky buckets, but. Um, the, the other thing is like the limit on your credit card really affects your credit rating yes as well so uh, I recommend like uh, well this is what I did for myself is I every every time I started a new credit card recently and I think that the limit was like $60,000 oh my goodness Jesus. and I was like I'm not gonna what am I gonna buy a car down payment for yeah, an apartment <laughs> yeah almost but like oh, the first thing I did was actually reset that limit all the way down to 10k yeah I was so yeah. tempted to even bring it down to 5k yeah, yeah. because if if, yeah. if some by you know by chance you end up losing your car like I did not yeah. knowing then that someone could go and do some real yeah. damage and mm-hmm. it would be really hard for you to claim all that money back with the bank yeah right the other thing as well in terms of like not leaving money on the table is we, we briefly touched on like the circular economy and selling stuff in marketplace but i learned about this some like recently that you know when you donate clothing to a san vinnie's or some of the um, op shops only five percent of them actually get recycled and get sold in shops that's mm-hmm. terrible yeah yeah, and then the rest of them just get dumped into like landfill, landfill or like another country, <laughs> which is not great. So instead of now like donating without thinking what I'm donating, I'm actually going through things, decluttering and also, you know, then list items onto Depop, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good dopamine hit. I know it's cheap, but at the same time, <laughs> like whenever I get someone buying an item, I feel yeah. so good. And I'm like, you know what? This is actually something you can do to just like get a bit of money back on items that you bought in the past. And then that helps me as well now to build my next like capsule wardrobe yeah. because then I'm decluttering everything in the wardrobe. Yeah. And like in the end, like how much did you actually pay for that dress that you wore twice? Oh yeah. So like I recently sold a dress for 80 bucks. I bought it on sale for like 110. Yeah. So I pretty much like caught cost of wear for that dress was like, 30 bucks yeah pretty I guess good. So good. Ones. Yeah. yeah pretty good and look i'm i'm absolutely a believer of you know any platform out there to resell yeah. your items to either circulate the economy or sustainability but also for a little bit of cash back yeah i sold my leather couch that i purchased i'm gonna say four or five years ago and yeah. it, i barely sat on it it was in mint condition mm. i bought it for 1800 or 1900 yeah. And I sold it for 800 after oh. four or five years, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. And look, I was, I'm in the, I'm in the process of decluttering. So I'm mm. literally just looking for things around the house that I think can be repurposed by yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Sometimes it's a hundred dollars. I sold my Xbox for 150. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Interesting. Whatever you can find at yeah. home that you think that you're not actually using, and you, if you think about the whole Maria Kondo concept, is if you haven't used it or touched it in six yeah. months. You're probably not going to, so sell it. And yeah. then, and then I know people who actually go out to vintage stores, buy items, and then re 
and then on sale or resale online mm. for a margin as well. So that's another way of making a bit of extra cash, which, you know, goes back to the side hustle yeah. Yeah, conversation. Yeah. Just on the circular economy, for those that like live in an apartment block or something, I live in an apartment block that is actually a really good community. Mm. We have a Facebook page as well, but we have like a communal oh, area. Yeah. And people, when they're moving out or if they have excess things, they will put it, on the table in our foyer and mm-hmm. it's a free-for-all mm. i love that yeah I, I think that if you have if you live in an apartment block and you want to start that you can create a facebook page for the yes. for the complex yeah and have like a communal area because mm. i have like picked up and given away some amazing things on there yeah. like i when i first moved in i really needed clothing hangers mm. and literally two days later someone was moving out and there was a huge bag yeah. of clothing hangers the so universe I, heard you <laughs> the universe heard me. yeah exactly and then there and we posted on facebook as well all the time like if we're giving away something free yeah. someone picked up a mirror the other day mm. yeah um i gave away a, a bunch of flowers mm. because i was going away for a couple of days and I said, whoever wants these flowers can come and grab them. I went upstairs and came back down. They were gone in 15 oh, nice. minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. What about larger items? Because my old building, it used to be near like the recycle bins yeah. where, you know, you've got a big bookcase. You yeah. want to leave for other people to mm. take. Yeah. So the same thing. They will actually post on Facebook to say I'm selling this. But I actually, the other thing is I went over to a friend's place who lived in another complex that had a specific area for large items and it's usually unfortunately close to the bin room or an elevator i picked up the most amazing large mirror yeah mm. they're completely brand new yeah. yeah and um if you leave on the you know like if you leave in bondi bronte that area you notice that a lot of people put stuff out on the street and i guess like i don't do it often but you know i probably should do it more but like on the days where they organized council pickup people start putting out lots of stuff and if you are like looking for certain items if you're like moving in the process of like transitioning you know apartments and you just need something for the meantime you can kind of go and raid you know what people put out there (laughs) (laughs) Um, i can't guarantee the quality but i know people have picked up like amazing like crockeries and yeah. you know things like that um that people just don't eat when they move to a new place for example so yeah. don't leave money on the table right. that's that's why like, on the in, ground yeah <laughs> in my foyer there's always boxes of chocolate oh open yeah there was like a box of lint chocolates interesting today there was a box of favorites yesterday like there's always something I, or maybe yeah. someone's trying to like bait you yeah <laughs> Yeah, the calories. Um, The other thing is don't forget Facebook Marketplace. I know I keep talking about Facebook and (laughs) I'm like pretty close to deleting my Facebook as well. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there's a lot of free giveaway groups Mm. in particular suburbs you can join. So if like, you know, KP says someone's moving up. That's right. Swap or even just, hey, I'm giving this away Mm -hmm. for free. Like come and collect it by tomorrow because I'm moving out. Mm, A lot of people will will turn up because, you know, people are always trolling through Mm. Marketplace to find stuff for free as well yeah. plants is a good one plants. you get free plants because <laughs> yeah. i love plants and i love yeah. to just take them and propagate them yeah. etc and give them forward yeah yes yeah yes. you can tell that we're very passionate about this topic and we can maybe chat about this for hours on end yeah because it's such a good hit of like dopamine when you get it's one like of these things deal. like winning a life you know? know like little things but maybe it's time for us to move on to our last number five but also our last sort of like item to talk about which is 
you know, all of these things, how we put everything together and make them sustainable habits, right? Little things can go a long way, especially in this current climate. So I want to ask you both, what would be the one or two things that you would do in terms of your habits this year to help you with your budgeting and saving? I have to, not a have to, it's an absolute must do because it's the worst habit I have is um ordering uber eats oh my god i have i have a subscription to uber eats the you know the 10.99 i think it is per month uber one yeah yeah because i uber one that's right because the amount that i spend on deliveries it's actually cheaper for me to just pay the monthly subscription so Mm -hmm. i have such good food near me that it's literally i can't stop i'm like i'm hungry and my you might have to move into the mountains i need to i need to i but, just need to be further away yeah, so that's you're my right like if you really order uber eats like twice a week or a few times a month way more <laughs> then way it's more. definitely worth like yes. getting the membership but i think one of the challenges i want to do for myself this year is to not order uber eats at all mm. and just you know like either always have like something in the fridge that i can make for myself or save yeah. it for a special occasion to yeah. go out and eat a meal so that was that was me last year so i mm. i set myself that goal for yeah. this year so i actually haven't used uber eats to Much. order dinner for my mm. myself for unless i'm like with friends and yeah. it's like let's order uber eats but you're uh, really good at that yeah, yeah because i i kept asking her should we hang out and just get Uber?" and she's like nah i'm gonna cook yeah she's really I, good i think i think it's also um I learned how to. <laughs> yeah. You learned how to cook. I learned how to cook, and, you, and it's not to cook to survive. Yeah. I lo- actually learned how to yeah. cook. Yeah, and it's cute to have like dinner parties with your friends. Yeah. and yes. we were talking about this. We might do like a rotation, so yeah. we cook yeah. at one someone's house, and then we move to the next. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I th- I think bulk cooking mm-hmm. and cooking something you enjoy to eat and freeze mm-hmm. is really important. Like learning how to cook is a really good basic skill, but. I also sometimes invite those that live around me to come and eat dinner if I've done like a big cook and vice versa. I'll go over mm. to theirs and that's the way that we save money to um, if we're living like yeah. close to each other. I but- have to say the other – while you're talking about cooking, the other thing that I've loved in terms of like – food savings is my rice cooker i know i had to invest in that rice cooker (laughs) but because it cooks rice and every little thing you can find in the house so simply Mm. you just chuck it all in you know sausages rice whatever chuck everything in and then just leave it for 15 20 minutes and it's done and i guess this is like the title for our podcast episode i love my rice (laughs) i love my rice it goes for um you know one pot meals as well you can make a pasta you know with chicken in the rice cooker no no, in a pot (laughs) well you can do in the rice cooker. yeah if you don't have a rice cooker don't go out there and buy a rice cooker because jewel said it (laughs) just just use your pot and make a one pot meal I started doing no spend days. Mm. So on, for example, I'd say on Monday, that's a no spend day. Yeah. So I'm not going to go out and buy coffee or I'm not going to order Uber Eats. Instead, I'm going to make myself coffee at home or a cup of tea. Yeah. And then cook. Yeah. During the day. Uh, Because you, one thing is like, you don't realize how many micro expenses mm-hmm. you actually oh, make. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you'll find when you do your 
audit. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be like, I'm looking through transactions. I spent like $30 on coffee this week. Yeah. yeah. Like, didn't yeah. remember when you first saw that live coach and she said something about looking at your credit card? Yeah, and, that like, was bang statements and that would tell you a lot about your life. Super eye opening. It's yeah. not even about your life. It's she's like, this is who you are. Ooh. So it really hit to the core yeah. when you actually look at all of your expenses and not just don't do one credit card. Yeah. If you've got multiple, look at all of yeah. them. Look at like every every disposable, where your disposable income, where your spend account is, look at all of them because a lot of people have multiple depending on what they're spending on. And then just compare them and literally what she said was this is who you are. And that resonated with me in the sense that I I I know I love shopping. I have to cut a lot of things. I buy a lot of unnecessary items, mm. gadgets that I don't need, you know, little choppers, little things that I want all the time. And she's like, review them all and, and kind of categorize them into your budgeting categories. Do I want? Do I need? Yeah. Mm. Um, or do I need to invest to buy? Yeah. yeah. So they're the three things that I look at now yeah. in terms of what I want, what I need, and then also culling things. Yeah multiple subscriptions to different series and tv platforms some people have got binge stan netflix and the like like do you need all three Mm. or can you share with and share and perhaps share uh yeah so so i think on on kp's point is the other thing around no spend days is maybe try increasing yeah how many days yeah rather than just one yeah <laughs> uh, maybe make it two or yeah. three or and whatever well, it is. You know what? It's like it's almost like a psychological game you play with yourself yeah. because yeah. then when you actually go and have that meal out, mm. or when you it's order a positive that reinforcement, Uber, yeah, Uber yeah. Eats, it's actually a treat meal. Yeah. yeah, so you're like, oh my gosh, I get I, I get to yeah um, go somewhere for dinner today. Like I am definitely gonna get yeah. this if and it comes yep. like that. Yeah, and also um, I guess tying in some concepts from like Atomic Habits. I know we yeah. talk about this book a lot, but I think there's just really like handy tips that you can use from there. So. Like for me, like I love shopping for clothes. That's just my <laughs> Achilles heel. I don't know what to do. Well, I'm trying um, to be more conscious about what I buy. But I think you can be conscious about your consumption in a lot of areas in life. Mm, yeah. And, um, you know, like if I can go through the month and, you know, stay under budget in terms of what I spend, then, then I can put some money aside towards my splurge. Yeah. expenses and then that will accumulate for me to then buy one of those forever items yeah. that are essential mm-hmm. but also like from a very good brand and great quality so um similar to that idea of taking yourself out to a treat meal yeah. if you if you reach your goal for the month and you're not overspending then yeah you can have a little bit of money um for fun yeah know? yeah absolutely and you know like you look at Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And they wear the same T-shirt. I know, but I'm not them. <laughs> I'm not a genius, okay? And I think it's just like what you love in life. Like, I think it's just something that I have to come to acceptance that I do love, you know, clothing and fashion and yeah. things like that. But I'm a lot more conscious now yeah. because you can be on Instagram and you can scroll and all the advertising you're getting targeted you know with can actually really trigger you but once you know like back to the point of like vision boarding and finding your style and having you know consciousness around your life like even if now i get targeted with like advertising but i know that that's not the style that i'm going after Mm. or it's not something that 
is fitting into my live vision, then I would just say no, thank you. Mm, Do I want it? Do I need it? Or is it something I want to invest in? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a a no, it makes it easy for you to just make that click up. Yeah. And then the first time that I see an item and I've got that impulse to buy, I just like say no. There will always be a sale on it. Or if like after half a year, I'm still thinking about it, it's probably a sign. Yeah. That you want to. Yeah. That I should invest in it and I should save up for it. Yeah. 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 It goes into the investment category. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Lots of... Lots of food for thought, hopefully, for our listeners. Again, these are by no means financial advice on us. We're still trying to figure out our own sort of like financing, um, budgeting and uh, saving plans. But hopefully it would it spark some ideas for you to start your own journey as well. And for us to all get through this sort of financial climate together. But if you love the episode, make sure that you subscribe, leave us a comment, share with a friend, maybe get together and listen over a cup of tea or a wine, whatever you fancy. Yeah. And, um, you know, send some photos of you guys on financial day, either with yourself, your friends or your partner. And we would love to see that. And you've been listening to Let's Let's Take take it it Offline.